All right, and welcome in. This is a fucking fantasy football podcast with Bryce and Cuz. It's a fucking fantasy football podcast. It's a fucking fantasy podcast with Bryce and Cuz. <laughs> Alright, and we're live. So we'll have to preface this whole episode by saying that this is the second time that we've done this because uh, last night when I was editing this motherfucker, um, somehow it got deleted. So here's uh, version Bryce two. Bryce, you made a boo-boo. Bryce, you made a boo-boo. And we also have a special guest with us because I'm uh, working this evening. So uh, Smitty is in the building with me and Cuz is joining us online. So... It's not too bad having a cocktail, waiting to check back into work, talking a little football, yeah. maybe talk a little point spreads in the games tonight. I think that's the thing that I can try to provide. I think I got a solid parlay for the boys. So. You hear this, cuz? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and this is your second episode, Smitty. You're back to back. I'm telling you, royalty. We might as well. We might as well make this a weekly regular. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna get into uh, the, the some crazy trade offers that I received. Uh, Anthony tried to trade me uh, Lamar Jackson. He wanted Mark Ingram. Then he wanted to trade me Deshaun Watson for Mark Ingram. I'm obviously in need of a quarterback. Uh, then he tried to get Marquise Brown and Miles Sanders. Obviously, he's fucking crazy. Um, we talked about that last night. Anthony, come see me again. I think, cuz, you recommended that he go back to that original offer, right? Where it was, uh, it was uh, Marquise Brown uh daniel jones and a fourth round pick yeah i mean that seems like a pretty fair trade for both sides uh considering he definitely still has deshaun watson um i would probably throw in a draft pick and call it a done deal if i were him but at the same time i could see where he has his reservation he might think lamar's a little bit better than deshaun just might want to move on with deshaun but uh it's definitely a tough decision either way. I, I personally, if I was Anthony, I would have taken that first deal, for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, let's, Anthony, come come talk to me, baby. We got you. <laughs> then uh, Smitty, uh, uh, Smitty kind of took over my shoulder and saw that I was looking for somebody, and so he threw me out the old Daniel Jones, Miles Sanders for Kyler Murray, uh, being that he is a Giants fan, so... Uh, I love that move, by the way, Smitty. It's such like a, a Patriots, like dirty like putting like you know uh secret like audio in the other locker room <laughs> I, I love that move yeah i mean I, I gotta use every tip to my advantage i was trying to go get my guy daniel jones is my guy that's who we got faith in right now taking over for eli and you know i think cam newton is you know one step toe away from retirement so price is gonna need a quarterback bad shit i got two yeah. of them now i got daniel yeah. jones and i got fucking uh old mason Oh, does that take us no, to our next topic? We can yeah, talk about yeah, it right that, now. <laughs> yeah, we, we have to talk about this because uh, I don't know if everybody saw this, but Bryce put a astronomical bid on Mason Rudolph for $31, and the second highest bid was a whopping $0 from SCAT72. <laughs> and guess what? SCAT72 still don't have a fucking quarterback. He's going to end up starting Joe Flacco this week. Yeah, yeah, no, he's completely fucked, but, you know, I wouldn't say that Major Rudolph is a huge step up from Joe Flacco at this point. Cause we I, seen I will bring up, and you, I have, did, haven't even talked to you guys about this, but I did send Scat an offer for Kyler as well. Ooh. I sent him an offer Ooh. for Kyler and A.J. Green. 
for Julio Jones and Big Ben. Mm. Wow. He, he denied it this morning, so I, I'd love to get your guys' feedback on that. It was, uh, so you have Kyler and... Kyler and A.J. Green, who the news came out about him, he's even more questionable than I originally thought, but I'm only asking for Julio, and I'm getting nothing out of Big Ben this year. Just stick him on the bench, see what happens next year. Mm. Julio's a big I name would, now. I would probably take that deal if I were Steve. Who's he going to pick With, up? No, I mean, I, I, you got to look at his team. His team is it's built for right now. It's not built for the future, so he has to make a move right now. And nobody in waivers is going to be the guy that gets him to, you know, the championship, that's for sure. But Kyler, Kyler has a shot at least doing that. And then if you get A.J. Green in the back half of the season, that looks pretty good. Not bad. I talk, mean, I can see where his reservations brother. are. But I would have counter-offered for sure. I never just, unless it's complete dog right. shit and I'm telling him, hey, I'm caught, I'm, this is done, we'll revisit this conversation next week, I'm sending another offer. Yeah, you got a you got a fish on the line. You want to at least you know see if you can make something happen. For sure. So we uh, we jumped in talking about fixing waivers. Um, obviously, they ran last night at ten. Uh, we just talked about me sp- spending way too much money for a quarterback. Um, I also spent a lot of money on a wide receiver that's unknown. So we'll see how it all shakes out. But <laughs> yeah, how much uh, how much total fab do you have, Bryce? Total fab left. Uh, yeah. So that would be 62. 32. I got 38 bucks left, yeah. <laughs> 38 bucks. That's it, man. Yeah, but like at the end of the day, like there's probably not going to be much on the waiver wire for the rest of the year. The first two weeks are definitely the most important weeks for the waiver wire, so they could pay off. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I get to keep them forever, so if Mason does turn out to be halfway decent, I got him forever. Forever. <laughs> and if he does, maybe I'll ship him off to old Scat. Yeah, yeah, you know, he's, uh, he's itching. Yeah. He's so, itching for somebody. Cause he, I don't know what he's going to do this week. Has he, has he even made a pickup yet? No, he hasn't. I'm, I'm looking at looking at the waivers right now, and he hasn't picked anybody else up off the waivers yet. Yeah, who's, who, so who's his option? Is Joe Flacco? It's what? The, Is Teddy still out there? I know someone has Teddy's t- Yeah, Teddy, Teddy, Teddy's a good one. Uh, I mean, not like a good one, but I guess as good as it's going to get out of that bunch. No, he doesn't even have um, He has. No, he, Teddy's not even available. He has oh, Gardner Minshew, Joe Flacco, Eli, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Taysom Hill, Luke Folk, RG3. Oh, there's Teddy. So he's got Teddy Bridgewater. Wow, he's, I mean, he's absolutely fucked. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got, he's got to do a treat. Yeah. He has to. I'm so. so tempted to just go pull Teddy Bridgewater I off actually, waivers. <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have three quarterbacks. I'm definitely going to send him a trade offer. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got? Got it. I got uh, Dak Prescott, uh, Jerry Goff, and Jacoby Brissett. Mm. So yeah. I know uh, you guys have a, a favorite podcast, and they talk about breaking news. Uh, there is some breaking news that just came across my desk here that – David Ooh. David Njoku, as along with the concussion, also has a wrist injury that may require surgery. Oh, wow! Who has David Njoku? Does anybody know that? I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even sure if he's a starter in our league, but uh, I think that's quite interesting. I got three tight ends. I'll, you know, I love sending out <laughs> miscellaneous trade offers, so I'm sure they'll be hearing from me. 
We'll see yeah, who has uh, it. I'm gonna Tony, look it up. Tony D. Tony D's got David in the trade. Ah. Uh, well, so he's boy, tough. He's tough that, to trade with. Well, you know he's willing to trade though. He's he's countered. So. Yeah. It's better than him just rejecting. Well, that's true. All right. Well, AJ again, killing it. This is. This is weird going through this a second time, but AJ putting up 161 points this week. Uh, who was this defense again? It was the Patriots, right? Oh, yeah, 35-point Patriots yeah. riding yeah. that fucking train. I, I know from experience. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, what happened at that one? Because with the, uh, the point differential we had talking about here, where um, you scored the second highest in the league yeah. and still fucking lose. That's what you call an old bad beat. That's a bad beat. That is what we yeah, call that's, a bad that's, beat. That's two, that's two weeks in a row I played a guy that put up 160. I believe the last guy that did it to me was uh, a Mr. Smitty. Ah, that's right. Yeah, you've had, you've had a tough run of it so far, kid. You keep your head up, all right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, at least I know I have a decent team. I can put up some points. I'm at least happy with that from a dynasty perspective. But being 0-2... Um, Swallow. For sure. Well, at least you're not Jimmy and having the lowest point scores. I mean, in the yeah. entire league. Yeah, and you know, I'm not surprised. I think we, I think we picked Jimmy to have the worst team, and uh, he, uh, he did disappoint. Yeah. <laughs> Sixty-one <laughs> points. Sixty-one point three six. Not a good showing by Jimmy, but uh, yeah, he's gonna need to also, move some people, yeah. man. Yeah. Also, a guy probably that has. The trade door open. One hundred. He, one hundred percent should. Yeah, I know I would. Yeah, and then you got your brother here, who, uh, you know, puts up two hundred twenty-two points and points against one forty-one. So, no surprise there. He's two and zero, but team doesn't look too bad. We'll see what he does with this quarterback situation, but um, he's got some work to do. Yeah, you'd like to think you yeah. could win a couple games when your opponents are averaging seventy points against you. Yeah. You'd, you'd think you could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I mean, he's definitely going to have to do something. Um, I'm going to be curious to see what he does over the next week as far as from a quarterback perspective. Uh, let's see uh, if he tilts or uh, if he makes a good decision. We shall see. Current standings in this league, Smitty in first, Marco in second, Scat in third, uh, Zipot in four, AJ in fifth, and Vladdy in sixth. So still pretty tight though. I think uh, you know everybody at this point still has a has a chance to make it. Even Jimmy, if he makes some great moves, he can he can climb his way back in. Top six go to the playoffs. So. Yep, absolutely. And then uh, when, uh, let's get yeah, let's get to my favorite part. Let's <laughs> let's, let's let's rip on some people. For let's go. The, the bone diddly sit of the week. <laughs> the bone diddly sit of the week goes to. Tony D was sitting Lamar Jackson with what? He had 30, 33 points, something like that. Yeah, just over bench. 30 points. Uh, and it started, was a juicy matchup. Yeah, he started Deshaun Watson over him, even though uh, the Ravens are playing the Cardinals. And who did the juicy. who did the Texans play? Texans played the Jags. Yeah, the Jags, who has a stout defense. Very stout. I don't know. I don't know what he was thinking. I, I don't know if it was enough to beat. Who he was playing? I think it was Marco. It wasn't, um, but but yeah, but um, still, it's, it was a, a a pretty bonehead move. 
for sure. I've got to say, one of my favorite parts of the day was Bryce explaining to me what the bone diddly was. <laughs> that <laughs> was yep. a throwback right there. That is the a throwback. The old bone diddly. <laughs> <laughs> we got a good bit for that. We're going to throw in there later. So I'm not sure if it'll get to this episode because we're going to be rushing this uh, on the production end. But uh, one of these times we'll get it in. Hopefully I can, uh, you guys will like the beginning of this episode. Hopefully you've already heard it and I can at least get that part in. So, all right, let's uh, let's shift gears to old Bergtown there because um, yeah, not good for us. Now. No, no, it's not good. Um, I'm starting to tilt a little bit. Um, even had a recent trade, possible trade, uh, with somebody I never thought I would ever be able to trade with, with AJ. So, AJ, if you're listening, let's do a deal. <laughs> AJ, I heard that uh, you were on Gchat. You offered up this deal. Because um, said, yeah, we can probably make that work. And then you ghosted. So, come yeah, back to the table. Me, that was two days ago. I think I'm gonna shoot him a, a text tonight. What was the trade again? Text. It was. Uh, I don't even know if I should say it. <laughs> <laughs> actually, Bryce's gonna slide in. I'm not gonna say it just because I don't want anybody coming in and undercutting me. <laughs> <laughs> I believe so, Julio I'm, was involved. I'm, oh, Julio was definitely involved. <laughs> that much. Yeah, uh, if anybody's listening and they want Julio. He is on the block. Yep. Well, you're going to need it because uh, it ain't looking so good. I mean, you are, like we, you're only 50 points behind out of sixth place. So you still got some, right. you still got a chance to make it, but you're going to need to make some moves and it's, it's going to start there. No, and that's the best part about this league. You know, it's a total points league. It's not, it's not as big as a hit if you have a, a dud week, um, you know, averse to actually having a, a loss next to your name. So, uh, you know, you put up 150 points the next week, you're right there with everybody else. So I'm not too concerned. Um, I think I can make a trade and make something happen, and I still like some people. But, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely tilted uh, just a little bit there. How do you feel about the old Bruce's team now? Uh, I still think it's dog shit, and <laughs> I guarantee I will be in last place by the end of the season. 100%. Uh, yeah. We should make some kind of side yeah. bet with him. Yeah, we probably should. Uh, I mean, if we're going to talk shit, we might as well, you know, put some put some money behind it. Yeah. Um, but he was he was was the lowest point scorer this week at seventy one points. Um, the highest point scorer was Marco. Marco's got a pretty good solid squad there. Um, so uh, yeah, I'm interested to see how it all plays out, though. Yeah, I mean, when you get to one spot, you should build a pretty good squad. So I don't. Yeah, yeah. He did make some good picks. Um, Chris Goblin, for one, is is outperforming his draft capital so that's a solid pickup there um yeah and he went three straight back to back to back uh running backs and usually when you do that and you pick like the right receiver at that fourth pick uh, it's gonna fucking pay off yep he hit on that one that's for sure yep so we're still not out of it top six in this league uh you got potter in first he is riding the gravy chain with the baltimore ravens he's got lamar he's got uh, Mark Andrews, he's got the Baltimore D. The first two weeks of the season is fucking looking pretty good for Potter. Yeah, he's definitely got one of the better teams in this league, that's for sure. Uh, Smitty, have you looked at Potter's team? 
Um, it's definitely a Homer's Ravens team, but uh, well, that's what was running through uh, my head there, because I mean, <laughs> did the Ravens have an easier start to the season? Eventually, this this schedule is going to turn around for them, and and while I, right. I am a actually a Lamar believer, I think he's he's shown a lot this year, and I think he'll he'll continue to play well, but. As far as fantasy production from, like, are you expecting 100 yards and a couple touchdowns from Mark Andrews every game? Uh, well, I guess we'll have to see. Probably not, but, uh, yeah, I guess that remains to be seen. Uh, and then, yeah, let's let's still be talking about waivers for this league because those went through. Yeah, um, waivers went through for this. Uh, you had first dibs. And yep, yep. Who would you take? I took uh, DeMarcus Robinson. Yes, uh, I think that was pretty much – yeah, I think that was pretty much the number one waiver wire in most leagues uh, was probably him because if you're in a decent league, there's really there's not much outside of a major injury happening um, on the waiver wires. If there's not a major injury happening, it's kind of slim pickings out there, and he was the guy. He definitely was. Uh, I don't know if you recall last night's conversation, but I told you that my plan was to take who, what I thought was the best defense for the week that week and let that quarterback roll even though we know I needed a quarterback and try to come back and pick up Garoppolo and guess what Kyle took some who the fuck did he take he took Phillip Rivers and uh, I came back around and got Jimmy G didn't have to waste that first pick and I got the defense and the guy wanted so it worked out no I think that was a pretty good play I like Jimmy G just a little bit more than Phil the Thrill um I think uh, 49ers are kind of rolling right now. Yeah, man. Uh, they put up almost like 35 to 40 points uh, their last two games. So I definitely like Jimmy G this week at home. Um, and we'll even talk about that later once we start uh, talking about some game lines. Yes, sir. Uh, but uh, I think the the interesting pickup was AJ going in so early on Chris Herndon. Um, Chris Herndon's still not eligible to come back until week six. So he's just going to have a kind of a question mark t- a tight end on his on his bench for the next few weeks, uh, which I thought was interesting. I definitely wanted Chris Herndon. It was somebody I was going to be looking at. Too early. I wouldn't have taken him this early. Yeah, it's too too early there. I mean, he might pay off. He did drop Kalen uh, Balazs for him. So and if if shit, man, I don't know what's happening in Miami, but there, it's a fire sale, and if somebody's going to be the number yeah. one either on that team or on another team so I don't know he might be somebody I'm, I'm, I can almost guarantee you that Kalen Blige will not last long on the waivers in the next couple of weeks here probably they're going to move not. somebody I think, yeah I think the, the talks are Kenny Drake probably get traded and then they'll Kalen will be the only guy there yeah um, that has fantasy value I don't, yeah I don't really have any interest in him I have him in a couple other leagues and I definitely don't want to make it all three um, <laughs> I, I just I just I just hate Caleb Blas right now. That guy fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I did end up dropping fucking Latavius Murray, uh, who is in my mind going to be garbage the rest of the year, especially without Breeze. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think that was a good drop. I got no faith in Latavius Murray picking up that Mark Ingram role from last year. I just don't I just don't see it happening. Not yeah. not with uh, you know Kamara just. Just being a monster that he is. Yep. So, um, I guess that was the only thing that really surprised us. But uh, we're talking about waivers now, and 
I just want to bring up Dak Prescott for a second because that's going to end up being like the steal of the waiver period here. Man, he looks good. Dude, he looks great, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, and another juicy matchup this week. It's fucking Miami, so, you know, he's guaranteed for a good showing. I mean, I just don't see how it's how it's uh, possible that he puts up a dud. So I, I totally agree. I think this is probably the waiver wire pickup of the year so far. And we'll see how uh, we'll see how long AJ will carry two quarterbacks. Because I, I my plan now, and I'm saying this on on air because this will make him hold him even longer and waste that bench spot. But I will wait you out, AJ. Drop him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling. I have a feeling he's setting up for a trade. Yeah. This just has this just has his you know markings all over it that he's gonna move a quarterback, maybe move a tight end at a certain time, and move somebody else for like a big star. Kyle, if you're listening I, to this, don't trade with that kid. <laughs> <laughs> he's the only one that needs a quarterback. I might do it. I'm getting a desperation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could trade with him. Just don't trade him for Josh Allen. Yeah, no, no. Oh, I might do that. Don't you have Wentz? <laughs> Yeah, I got Wentz, but, man, Allen. Yeah. Allen's, Allen's good for, like, you know, 50 rushing yards and a rushing TD almost every game. That guy's a fucking monster. Yeah, he ain't bad. Well, at least the first two games he has. So, we'll yeah, see what he's happens. he's going to have some, you know, honestly tough decisions figuring out who to start on a week-to-week basis. Um, you know, it's a juicy matchup for Dak next week, but, you know, what if Josh Allen, obviously Josh Allen plays Miami twice twice in a year. He's going to have some decisions to make throughout the season having both those guys because I think they're both pretty solid. Yeah. The Bills have uh, favorable matchups pretty much all year. I mean, they're playing and they have yep. to play the Patriots twice and that's about it. Yeah, Jets twice, Miami twice. Those are pretty pretty juicy matchups. Yep, those are those are four good ones. So, uh, I mean, speaking of Mr. Tarrant, keeping up with the yeah. freaking Patriots D here, Getting up into fourth place, 198 points. I mean, subtract 35 from that. Where does it put them? Uh, it puts them outside of the the top six. That's, that's for shit, sure. He, he's coming down there <laughs> yeah. with us, man. And he's not getting any yeah, good man. waiver moves. Ain't good no, for his team. No. And, and, and it's one of those things, like, if you have a bad team, you want to be bad early so you can get those waiver wire pickups. Because if you, like, if you, have, you start out hot, but you, you just know inside your team's not that great, you know, it's it, it's kind of hard to come back from that. For sure. While I, I agree with you guys 100%, you have to remember the Pats play the Jets this week. They also have two more games against yeah, the man. Jets and the Dolphins. Yeah, I think the, I know. Sp- the spread on that's like like 20 fucking points. So, 22 and so, a half right now. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, Vegas is not usually too wrong in those situations. Nope. It's going to be a, a blowout. Yeah, but eh, it is what it is. Uh, hey Smitty, I gotta ask you a question about our waivers because we do in this league we do opposite standings, and I know in our work league you have a rolling waivers where if you get the one pick and you pick it, you move to twelve, and you know you stick there. It's not opposite standings every week, uh, which I hate that way. Me too, which is why I bring it up because I know Smitty likes it. Tell me why you like that better than your opposite the standings. Well, I don't know. Why should? you guys be rewarded for your team fucking blowing nuts. I think everyone, no. uh, I don't know, call, call me a liberal, call me what you will, I think it's equal opportunity, <laughs> you know? You, you take so, somebody, you move to the end of the line, everyone gets a fair chance to get those top guys if they hold that pick. So my, my only problems with it is I'm a very active 
fantasy football player. So I like to make moves. I like to take risks. Um, you're you're basically limiting my opportunity to go after people um, in Why? that situation. So, because I get moved back to the line because I'm an active active pursuer of players. See, but, I, I make moves. But you have to think about it this way, because let's say you make four pickups a week and eight teams don't. Like it's not like you can't make those same pickups in a week. You know what I mean? Like you make, you get your first one if you're at the top of the list. You head back to the list, and you still get to pick up those people if nobody else puts in claims. I, I just don't sure, think it has sure. as big of an effect as you think. Well, it, it affects you in situations like you're. Let's say you're active, and then uh, um, you're one of the lower teams, and you're a very active pursuer of people, and then um, a big injury happens. You probably should have first priority to that guy since you're the lowest, and you also should have priority just to go get him and not be hindered because you, you've made too many – you made a move earlier and you got bumped to the back of the list. That's just my, my perspective on it. Sure. Yeah, I think it just makes the, the teams at the bottom a little bit more even and it keeps everybody more involved longer. And, right. I mean, but that's, then I guess what I'll say is – and I'm sorry to interrupt, but let's say the team in first place – doesn't have many injuries the first six games of the season, and then his top two running backs go down in week eight. He didn't have the chance to, like, he's still going to get screwed over for the rest of the season because his record's good, or in your Birdtown league, he has more points. He's not going to get the chance to get to the bottom of the standings, at least this way he still has the top pick if he saves it those first couple weeks. Again, just the way I look at it, but... Yeah, I guess we'll have to agree to disagree with that one because I like the way we do it here. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. <laughs> no um, league is perfect. No. That's why we do a bunch of them, keep everything mixed up. Uh, I completely think that everyone should be in multiple um, different formats for every league that you're in. I don't want to see – I wouldn't do four leagues if they were four of the same fucking leagues. I, I do four leagues, and every league that I do is a little bit different. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. So the last person to talk about here is uh, Austin Eckler just being the the, the head wow. honcho here in the backfield with, uh, you know, eight, or Marco taking the first pick, Saquon. I don't know what fucking round Austin Eckler went in, but I guarantee you it, it was out of the top six, and this motherfucker is killing it. Yeah, I mean, he's the number one running back in football right now. Like, I would have never guessed it. Uh, do I think he that probably not especially with talks of Melvin Gordon definitely coming back at some point he says um, and I just don't think Austin Eckler's you know the number one football no, number one running back in the league um, I think he definitely comes back down to earth a little bit but man he is he's absolutely killing it right now yeah I think he's a, a clear sell high candidate um, absolutely I mean Melvin, he was very clever with that. He said he said he said he was going to play somewhere at some point this season, but yeah. he he doesn't have an option. He's going to come back to San Diego, and Austin's going to take a step back. But hey, ride the roller coaster while you can. Hundred percent agree. Well, before we uh, wrap this up, we are uh, we we do have to go back to work this evening, but uh, we do want to give you guys a little bit more value for sticking to the end of these podcasts with us. So. Every week, we're going to be giving you uh, what we think is the lock of the week. You know that we do like to uh, pick these against the spread and actually put our monies where our mouth are. So uh, we're going to give you a few of them. We're going to give you our lock. Then we'll, me and Cuz each picked one. 
we have Smitty here, so he's going to give you one as well. Um, I'm going to get the ball running here. We, our lock of the week this week is the Texans against the Chargers. The Texans are plus three. Uh, they are away, but we really like the matchup. We think that they, uh, they're going to win outright in our opinion, so uh, getting three points, we like the bet. Yep. Yep, I like that one. I think we had some, some kind of honorable mentions. Another one that I really liked was the 49ers at home at minus six and a half over the Steelers. You got you got Mason Rudolph that's never started a game in his life coming in. You got James Conner kind of banked up. Um, I like them, especially since they just fucking just dominated their first two matchups um, and definitely covered uh, well over that in the, both of those. So, I like the 49ers in that one. That's another one that I'll probably go after this weekend. Yeah, and I think that kind of – I can piggyback on that with my Jimmy G pickup. You know, if I didn't think that yeah, he was going to go in there and have a good game, then I probably wouldn't make this bet. Yeah. Uh, so the last one that we'll give you is the Rams against the Browns. The Rams coming across the, across the country to play the Browns at home. Uh, they're getting three points, and I still think they're going to fucking cover. So – uh, this one's my pick. It may be bold. It pretty sure might not happen, but I'm going to put my money out there and say that it will. <laughs> you know, I actually really like it. I, I don't think the Rams have played anywhere near to their full capabilities yet. Goff has put up a couple good fantasy point games, but he hasn't really played well. If you've watched any of it, he struggled. And I'm actually surprised that you guys didn't bring up the one that immediately jumped out to me with Drew Brees out. I have no idea how Seattle is minus four at home in that stadium uh, playing against Teddy Bridgewater. Unless my lines are not up to date, I have Seattle minus four uh, at home against New Orleans, and I'd be all over that. Yeah, I, I like that one, too. The only thing that I just didn't like about it is they're both just rushing teams, and I could definitely see you know the Saints just rushing the ball pretty well. and you know Maybe Teddy just manages the game well, and does some underneath passes, and it's just going to be a low-scoring, pretty close game. Uh, so that was my only kind of reservation, but I, I do like that one to a certain degree. Yeah, we also talked about the Ravens. Uh, we didn't want to pick any of our teams, so we try to shy away from being homers as much as we can, which on our fantasy squads, we can't fucking help it. But here when we're talking to you guys, when we're giving you advice, we're hoping to, to get these right. And uh, our best bet right now is the Texans against the Chargers. Me and Cuz are going to figure out something with these three here, uh, whether we parlay them, uh, two of them or three of them. We're going to pick two of these games at least, and uh, we'll put our money out there, and we'll let you guys know how I did, how we did, and uh, we'll, we'll keep track of this all year long. You're going to put the uh, yeah. league fees to work, right? You're going to take the lease fees, try to make Fuck it. Yeah, Cuz, that's a good, that's a good bigger. fucking point. I never even thought about that. <laughs> if I lose, I don't even have to pay them yet. <laughs> I like this idea. I like it. I think we're both commissioners of the league, so we got we got some money to play with. We do got some dough. <laughs> well, well, yeah, hopefully uh, hopefully you guys uh, make some, some of the similar picks and we can just ride this wave together this weekend. Yeah, man. Oh, did you want to take one? Yeah. Did you get your pick? Oh, yeah, you I got, Seattle, I got that's right. Seattle, but I got one last thing that I want to bring up. I yeah, know yeah, these yeah. are the, the main leagues that we focus on. But uh, I don't know how many people still live around the Baltimore area who are listening to this, but if you're familiar with the monument lighting in our work league, we have uh, Clown Bet 2.0 happening this week between uh, two of our co-workers, or one's an ex-co-worker, where one will be dressing up as a clown 
and heading to the monument lighting. So I, if we could work any kind of uh, embarrassing bets into these leagues, I probably would not be a part of them, but I would thoroughly enjoy them. Yeah, well, I will. Yeah, uh, I'll post a picture from last year because the same kid that's in this bet lost the bet last year. I have a picture, so it's on horrible. the podcast page that I uh, when we go ahead and post this, I'll post that picture from last year as well. Yeah, and I think uh, we'll definitely have to put a vote at the end of the season for Dynasty. We're going to have to do like a last place thing just to kind of avoid tanking, and it would be just fun to watch the last place guy get humiliated. 100%. Uh, what, what do you, what do you guys think about that? I, think I, I, I don't know, man. I still got scar tissue from a couple years ago in the work <laughs> league. Uh, I got egged by my coworkers, and here I was thinking, you know, dozen eggs, I can get through that. Nope. All 11 members of the league had their own dozen eggs. I got hit with 132 eggs. It was... <laughs> <laughs> it was glorious. Right, well, well, we'll be mindful of the punishment. Maybe, maybe eggs are off, off the table. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure something out. Hey, maybe we'll put a poll out there on our page, and we'll, we'll, t- we'll hear what the, uh, the people have to say, and we'll go with that. Sounds good. All right, Cat Daddy. Appreciate you doing this again. Hopefully this one doesn't fucking race on me and we'll be able to get it out here this evening. Yep, yep. All right, boys. Take it easy. All right, man. Peace.